Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Hi, girls. This Hi. is the greatest thing ever to be all together like this. Hello. <laughs> it's like it, it never happens. It's like <laughs> it never happens. And so it's so exciting <laughs> that it does happen. Oh. Well, we're not really together, Shelly Gang. We're just the same as always, recording in fully separate places. And But now we're doing it because we have to, not because we want to. <laughs> yeah, you, usually we're choosing to be apart. <laughs> But uh, Shelly Gang, as you know, we are all in a, uh, a social distancing scenario right now. And there is another social distancing scenario that I know about, and it is called The Circle on Netflix. Uh, Shelly, you have watched this show on Netflix. It's a reality television sort of game show wherein a, an apartment building is full of apartments full of one single solitary person and they have no outside access to the outside world, uh, save for a social media platform called The Circle, right? Yes. I have a question. Is this a real social media platform or was it created just for the show? Just for the show. It's essentially kind of like, it looks sort of like Facebook. Uh You can make a profile and there's pictures of you and you can uh, chat, like private message. And some contestants on this show are themselves and just want to just make connections. Other people are catfishes. Other, other people are themselves, but maybe a little different. Like they're themselves, but then they use pictures that are not exactly them. You know what I mean? Yes. In this time of social distancing, there is a new season of The Circle, but it's Brazilians. Oh, I want to watch it so bad. <laughs> I want to watch it too, but my family won't leave, so I can watch it. <laughs> Me too. Weird. How does one win this show? You are voted most popular by the other inhabitants. So it's not like you get voted off the island, voted out of the apartment complex. Sometimes that does happen. Oh, I feel like we're in a social distancing time, and I would just love to know, girls, what would your social distancing on the circle look like in terms of, like, would you be yourself? Would you be someone else? Would you, like, try and game the system, or would you try and make real friends? Julie, let's hear it. I am guileless, everyone. I would just (laughs) be myself. Be true to me, true to you. I want to make connections. I want to get out there. I want to make friends. So. Vote for me, Julie Miller, 2020. <laughs> well, I will say that the one person on the original Circle uh, season, the one person who was like, I'm going to totally be myself and I'm just going to try and be honest with everyone and try and make connections. He ended up being like one of the most popular people and made it all the way to the end. His name is Shubom and he's like full nerd alert. Yeah, Ooh. he was like, everyone just thought he was like sweet and cute and the greatest. Everyone loved him. <laughs> well, that's just like me. I'm sweet and cute and the greatest. Yeah, That's you need a cool true. nickname, though, because everyone called him Shuby. Call me Juby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Smotch, what would your The Circle look like? I would want to catfish a little bit just to see if I could do it. Um, <laughs> 
not that the real me is boring, but I would just want to, I mean, if it's a show, you got to add a little pizzazz in there. And maybe it just catfish just a little bit where then I could, like, keep up with my white lies instead of going super extreme. You got to keep your lies straight. And it's not like I could do, like, a, you know, write down, like, what I've catfish, you know, what I'm doing to catfish. Because then what if somebody found it, then my whole plan would be over and I wouldn't win. Uh, so, Kelly, that's great. My outlook would be to be myself, but because I am already kind of outre, I would just really, like Kelly said, zhuzh it up even more. There was a character on the circle named Chris, and he was like a Christian gay man who had the most like flamboyant uh, looks, and he spoke in a way that was like very positive, and everyone liked him a lot, but it his sayings were very funny. <laughs> My favorite part was that uh, everything had to be said out loud in order to be written on the circle. Because it was a TV show, you know, and so like kind of like talk to text, except for the fact that it wasn't talk to text. We found out later that there were production assistants assigned to each person to like basically type out <laughs> what they were saying. <laughs> and uh, but Chris, every morning and every evening, would be like, "Good morning, circle. Hello, you wonderful circle. <laughs> Good night, girl, circle." <laughs> Yes, he talked to the to the social media thing. <laughs> so that would be my thing is to like really become friends with the circle rather than anybody else, you know? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so the reason that I wanted to talk about this in the first place is because Shelly and I were talking about the new season and... Uh, then I told her about this, haha, social distancing is like the circle thing. And she said the most bananas thing I've ever heard her say. <laughs> Shelly, how would you play on the circle? Uh, I said I would full catfish. <laughs> I would I would be the long lost Chatfield brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I feel like if I was trying to be me and trying to be, you know, whatever, I would be too nervous all the time and like always second guessing, always worried, always whatever. <laughs> but I feel like if I could put on a mask, <laughs> I would like be more confident. And like, I feel like boys are more confident, you know, like... <laughs> Whatever. So Thanks, like I was just like I could be the long lost Chatfield brother <laughs> and I could just like make up whatever I wanted and then like not have to be nervous or shy. <laughs> <laughs> but Shelly, do you think you could you could fabricate a whole life? I do, yes. <laughs> you are pretty capable and confident because you're I think what a I would do woman. is what the catfish who was a boy who pretended to be a girl the whole time, he used pictures of his girlfriend and he kind of based his personality on her. Mm -hmm. And I think I would do a similar thing, do like a no-nonsense kind of boy personality because I'm married to a kind of no-nonsense boy. <laughs> we do have to remember that Shelly did win two Best Actress trophies in high school. <laughs> yes. That's true. That is true. Best Lead Actress even. Yes. Yeah, many lead roles for this one. <laughs> so so I would full catfish. <laughs> uh, I just needed you girls to witness and the Shelly gang at large to witness the fact that Shelly said she would be the long lost Chatfield brother. So. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but Shelly Gang, just in general, we hope that you are doing well. And thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, you you can be on the circle with us. We could have a, a world full of the circle, which, you know, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. Uh, another great thing is a submission that we got from our great friend Ellen Weatherford at the podcast Just the Zoo of Us, one of our podcast family members on the Podicongo Network of Social Distancers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say social disasters just for one second. <laughs> Shelly, being the long-lost Chatfield brothers made you mean. And <laughs> Her confidence is really just arrogance. <laughs> yeah, Shelly, let us in. <laughs> no <laughs> i'm not supposed to <laughs> social distance six feet apart man <laughs> but uh ellen suggested something great and then we kind of decided to tweak it a little bit not because the uh, the suggestion wasn't great we've always loved it it's just a matter of now it just didn't feel like the time now in this social distancing slash social disaster <laughs> landscape we needed a little something different shelly would you like to know today's topic Yes, I would. Today's topic is best B in pop culture. Best B. <laughs> like a B? <laughs> or like <laughs> like buzz buzz, I'm a B, yo. Yeah. B E okay. E. Not like yes. best thing that starts with B in pop culture. <laughs> Cuz I was going to say that's that's broad. No, she suggested bees, which is very good. But the best reason to be pro bees is because they keep our ecosystem alive and help keep the world good. And you, I just don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> That's too close to learning. <laughs> well, oh, well, I always never want to talk about that. But I mean, like talking about like having a good ecosystem and being alive and staying healthy. I already think about that a lot recently. So what I want to think about instead is the best be in pop culture. And guess what, Shelly? You are going to be hearing from three very informed people. And and here they are. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? But by door number one is. <laughs> the first person to talk about the best be in pop culture is going to be Ghibli. That's me. And then... I am going to be going next. And then to finish us up, Kelly Smotches Chatfield Whitcomb Jr. <laughs> <laughs> is going to be telling you what she thinks. And then Kelly uh, is going to be saying her thing. And so she's not going to help you, Shelly, uh, uh, with your opinion. So you're going to have to choose and know that you are right. Put on your long lost Chatfield brother confidence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I could do it. <laughs> I know you can, Shell. Oh, thank you. You have the confidence I need. <laughs> uh, okay, Julie, tell Shelly what who the best bee in pop culture is. Okay, Shelly, I had a long lost of possible long list. <laughs> <laughs> a long lost bee. <laughs> okay, I had a long list of possibilities when it came down to it my uh my choice came from a little man called Jack O'Flanagan and the bee that I have chosen is Beedrill the Pokémon <laughs> oh nice Beedrill is the best bee and let me tell you why in the Pokémon world he is one of the original Pokémon he's OG OP <laughs> yes <laughs> um, <laughs> let me give you some stats on Beedrill 
I love this. He's a poison and bug type. He is one meter tall and 65 pounds on average. That's a big bee. (laughs) Yes. That bee don't mess around. I would be very afraid to be stung by said bee. (laughs) (laughs) Beedrill is one of the only bees in pop culture that has a life cycle. Beedrill start off as a cute little weedle, a little wormy kind of guy, and so cute. In fact, when Pokemon Go, when it first came out, we were playing like crazy. Lukey, my three-year-old, was a little baby. And you remember how you could like, what's it called when it was like virtual reality? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you could see the Pokemon in real life. One of my favorite pictures ever of baby Lukey is him with a Weedle on his head and he's just smiling and laughing. Because <laughs> he's got a tickly little Weedle on his head. They start off small and cute and they grow up to be huge and tough. And that's what I like in a, in a bee. <laughs> and in the middle, kind of weird. You know what? Solitary. It's called puberty. <laughs> Puberby. <laughs> bee drills are like us all, aren't they? Bee drills are one of the only bees you can train to do things for you. <laughs> I've never heard of a, a bee that you can train except for bee drill. You know what? If I had a bee drill, I would train it to be my bodyguard bee. Oh. <laughs> that bee don't mess around. If I've got my bee drill there trained to keep me safe, I would, I would always feel safe. Now, can I ask a clarifying question? Uh-huh. Beedrills uh, notoriously and famously have uh, pointy uh, hands for hands. <laughs> uh-huh. Is there a world in which that beedrill could harm you on accident, kind of Edward Scissorhandsy? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't have him cut your hair. <laughs> Dr- drills are notoriously bad for cutting hair with. <laughs> this beedrill is my dentist. <laughs> I wonder if you could train a beedrill to be a dentist. <laughs> I'll have to do more research into that. But I mean, in theory, yeah, but I've never seen that happen on all the Pokemon I've watched and <laughs> and read and played. So, Well, Ash does have great teeth, so maybe, <laughs> maybe that all happens off camera. That's true. Hey, this is my Beedrill. He got a BBS degree. <laughs> ah, very good. Okay, if I had a Beedrill, that's a Beedrill. <laughs> um, I I mean, obviously they're great for fighting each other. If I could pit a bee drill against every other bee in popular culture in a cage match to the death, I think my <laughs> bee drill would have a good chance. I mean, they are very trainable. <laughs> they are. They're very trainable and they're very vicious. <laughs> As I was doing my bee drill research, I read that. Beedrills are really mean and nasty. If they attack a victim, they take their victim back to their nest for food. <laughs> oh no, these bees, these bees are carnivores. <laughs> I mean, if you know about real bees, they're also kind of vicious. Like queen bees, when they first hatch, they go and kill all the other queen bee larvae. Mm-hmm. Scary. Can I just say now all I can think about is a beedrill with a dentistry who it then and the dentistry is above a pie shop. 
And then when someone comes to get their teeth done, he slits their throat and then puts <laughs> them down the chute. Oh my gosh. I don't think you can slit a person's throat with a stinger. You could stab them through. I was trying to make a Sweeney Todd reference, and I've never actually seen it. So what? I think that's what happens. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're right. Good job. <gasps> okay. Thanks. Okay, go on. <laughs> well, I just want to say I love you, Beedrill. You're so big and strong and cool and uh, intimidating. As I was doing my research, my really handsome husband, Corbin, tried to convince me to switch my answer to a comb bee. Yes, yes. Which is three honeycombs stuck together that each have their own little face, but one set of wings and they fly around. Yes. And then if you get a female one, she can evolve into a queen. Oh, still Pokemon referenced. Yes, this is still Pokemon. <laughs> Corbin was like, you should do that one because then um, Shelly will like it because in the podcast Postcards from Pearl... On Quest Company Jr. On Podagon Go, our friend, our our network buddy, our social disaster. <laughs> <laughs> they have a character named Holly who has an ice cream shop called Holly's Honey Hut. You'll never guess who it's named after. All the <laughs> the honey comes from combies, and it's named after the one and only Holly Flangan. I was a, a a vocal fan on social media, and they named a character after me. Pretty cool. That's so nice. That was before they were on the network with us. Aw. And now we're network buddies, so they can't claim nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget about combies and their freaky queen evolution. It's all about the bee drill. So vote bee drill 2020 as my running mate. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how progressive. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a bodyguard vice president before. <laughs> a female president and a B vice president. <laughs> We're living in the future. <laughs> well, Julie, that was great. And thank you for taking Jack's suggestion. Julie had another suggestion that my I told my son, and then he's like, might she consider this one? And then he asked me again this morning, Julie slept on it, and has she changed her mind? <laughs> and so he was very concerned. So he'll be so happy. And when he found out she did, he did a bell kick in the hallway. Ooh, oh, fancy. So good. I mean, because he came up with a great choice. And Shelly, if you love Jacko, you'll choose Beatrill. <laughs> oh, oh, no. There's the guilt. Yeah. Are we going to do a lightning round at the end? Uh, I guess we can. Because I, I really have a lot of options. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you don't say my option. I'm going to say it first, so you can't say it. And that option, Shelly, for the best B in pop culture is... The B-Girl from the Blind Melon rock and roll music video. What? <laughs> Shelly, usually I wouldn't have you do this, but would you Google B-Girl Blind Melon just so you can get a visual idea of it while I talk a little bit about it? All right. There was a band in the 1990s called Blind Melon, and they had a song, and that song is called No Rain. And on the music video, they had a a little girl who uh, was dressed up in a bee costume wearing tap dance shoes. She she became, and this is my first reason why you should be pro bee girl, 
and by pro, I mean choose her, is that (laughs) that music video became one of the top iconographies for 90s rock and roll uh, and, and 90s music in general. Would you like to know my tiny list of other top music iconographies of the 1990s? Yes. Okay, so the first one is the Nirvana Nevermind album cover, which mm-hmm. is the Nakey Baby Swimming. Yes, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one. Another one is Sinead O'Connor ripping up a picture of the Pope on her performance on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And lastly, the morphing faces on the Michael Jackson black and white music video. Yes. <laughs> so these are all things that uh, that define the 1990s for the people of America and beyond. So B-Girl is one of them. Uh, anyone of a certain age, if they saw this picture, which have you seen it now, Shelley? I have seen it, yes. Anyone of a certain age would recognize this. Maybe not know what band it was from. Maybe not even know it was from a music video, but know it as a certain uh, stamp of the 1990s. Have you ever seen this before, Shelly? No. <laughs> okay, uphill battle. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I was not cool enough to know iconography of, of rock of the 90s. Well, when this song came out, I was the same age that my daughter Lucy is now, and I did know about it. And how? How did I know everything that I used to know then at that age? <laughs> I don't know. You were friends with Megan Stubbs. <laughs> That's true. She, she, I feel like, has her finger in all the pop culture pies. <laughs> Everyone. Yes, that's true. So thank you, Megan. Um, but let me tell you, Shelly, about this song, No Rain. No Rain is a song about depression and about how the bassist's uh, girlfriend at the time had depression and she slept through sunny days and always was sad that there was no rain. And that's one of the lyrics. And I feel like that is uh, very prescient for how things are today. Um, not like today, Sunday, but like <laughs> like just generally, like there are a lot of people going through a lot of stuff right now. And I bet there are not um, a small amount of people who are just sleeping for a lot of the day uh-huh. because they have to be inside. So okay. that's too bad. And also something interesting is that the bassist who wrote the song, he chose the B-girl um, at the audition because she looks like his little sister, which is fun. Aww. That's just a fun little fact. That, that is You're cute. my little sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> In fact, that's true. you're all my little sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shelly, that's, that that's just a little backstory. Shelly, you should also be pro B-girl because she makes an appearance in the Weird Al video, Bedrock Anthem. And I happen to know someone, two someones, in fact, in your house who like Weird Al. I've been listening to a lot of Weird Al this week via my son. So, (laughs) yes. And he was introduced to Weird Al by... I uh, don't know. Oh, I... I was like, I don't know who, who did introduce him to Weird Al. I wasn't there. I, I was really confused for a second. Uh, yes, my husband, because he also loves Weird Al. Wow. Okay. 
<laughs> cool. My pa- my part so far is going very well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you meant how did he, the person who cast Little Girl in his original music video, how did he meet Weird Al? I was like, I don't know. How? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I have two more points. I'm going to get through them as quickly as possible. <laughs> Just don't confuse me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Easier said than done. Uh, so, Shelly, you should be pro B-Girl because she inspired another classic 1990s band, Pearl Jam, to write a song called B-Girl, a.k.a. Art Begets Art. So important <laughs> to think about art in this time. Uh, can art help keep people indoors? Can art uh, uh, make masks? Can art have a, a nose? Swab stuck right down, like farther than you think it should go in your nose, and test it. No, oh gosh, no. <laughs> Hopefully not. Please no. <laughs> but what art can do is encourage and inspire other people to make art, therefore uh, perpetuating art forever. Which art is very meaningful to people, and and um, and. If Pearl Jam, one of the classic rock bands of our lifetimes, can be inspired by B-Girl, so can we. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and, you know, we're all home now, you know, spending more time at home. We can, we have so much time to just write songs to our heart's content. But don't call it B-Girl because Pearl Jam already owns the copyright of that. <laughs> oh, so. man. Sorry. Call it B-Drill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so yes, art begets art. I'm so proud of you, B-Girl, for, for doing that. And, and Pearl Jam, thank you for listening to your artistic muse. And by muse, I mean, um, that girl, B-Girl. I thought you were going to say thank you to li- for listening to <laughs> yeah, Shelly's opinions. <laughs> we know you're listening. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> no. Okay, Shelly, I have one more point as to why you should choose B-Girl as the best B in pop culture, and that is B-Girl still pays tribute to her, her B-Girl persona. And I'm not saying, like, she goes around to the conventions and, like, signs uh, headshots. No. She pays tribute, pays homage without obsessing. She uh, recently dressed up for Halloween as B-Girl. Cute. Uh, another thing is she showed up on the NBC TV show Greatest Hits, which I don't know what that is, but she was on it. And she uh, uh, was wearing her costume, The well, not the same costume. Oh, wow, that would be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, B-Girl is the best to be in pop culture because she continues on in the culture, something that has stood the test of time. And that, Shelly, I'm sorry to say, is, has been like 30 years almost. Wow. Since, I know. But that is not to say that it won't be another 30 years and another 30 years. I bet when we're old and gray, B-Girl will show up on Greatest Hits Jr., uh, the TV show that I'm producing right now. <laughs> I was about to say, is that a thing? <laughs> no, it, not yet. Anyways, coronavirus has shut out, shut down all entertainment production. But um, coming next fall, Greatest Hits Junior, <laughs> and it's going to run 
until I for sixty years, and then when she's on it, um, she will be wearing that costume, and the people will say that's a pretty good B. Thanks. <laughs> Once well B. <laughs> and then at the end, Charlotte dies, and we all cry. Oh no. <laughs> Get it, guys? That was a good Charlotte's Web reference. Yeah, it's good. It was. it was real good. And a spoiler spoiler oh, alert. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'll have to put that in the show notes. Gosh dang. <laughs> uh, anyways, Smotches, will you please tell Shelly your choice? Your very good choice, actually, for best be in pop culture. I will. First off, mine isn't as um, fact-packed. <laughs> fact packed because fact packed because when i heard best b in pop culture only two b's came to mind and so i picked one and i said how are we gonna do this and they said well there are lots of options and i said okay i trust you and so the one that i came up with was buzz from the honey nut cheerios <laughs> nice cereal I mean, he's a classic B. There are not many facts about him. However, there are some facts. I mean, one, his name is Buzz. Uh-huh. Is he Buzzby? I don't know. I thought it was just Buzz. Now I'm confused. I think you're thinking of Buzzby Berkeley. <laughs> no. <laughs> that should have been on your list for lightning round, Julie. <laughs> uh, I'll look it up. I'll be the expert. Little known fact, Buzzby Berkeley was not actually a B. <laughs> there goes my list my <laughs> list of one there's part of julie's uh lightning round right there <laughs> he has a name and he represents health because of honey nut cheerios which is heart healthy and i do air quotes with that because it's more heart healthy than other things mm-hmm. but um it is also delicious so there's another fact but it's not very much about him. He just represents health. So every time you see Buzz, you get very happy because you can hear his his sweet voice in your head of, you know, cheering you on of being healthy. And <laughs> by the way, his name is Buzz B, but capital B, capital B together. Wait, so it's one word? Capital Buzz, capital B, <gasps> one word. That's shocking. Shelly, you did it. Good job, Why Shel. did I know that, though? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> the next one is that he has matured over time. <laughs> <laughs> with With animation. I mean, if you look at his older commercials, they look kind of bad. And now they look a little more fun and cartoony. And his voice is way more welcoming now. Before he was really gruff and mean. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, kids. Get your Cheerios. So it's way more welcoming. And the last point is that he is small enough to carry with you. And he could be your conscience instead of like an annoying cricket. Oh, that's so nice. So so like everyone who is diagnosed with high cholesterol gets a conscience bee (laughs) to remind them to eat lots of... You know, fiber. Wait a second. So Julie's bee drill is a bodyguard. My bee girl is a muse. And, and Buzz Bee is a conscience? <laughs> yeah. 
I was wrong earlier. We were talking about bees needing to be in the ecosystem in order to keep this world alive. (laughs) (laughs) So again, mine's were mine wasn't fact packed, but it. (laughs) I just want to say fact packed for the rest of the show, (laughs) as you should. It's a tongue twister, so (laughs) it'd be fun. Uh, But yeah, so Busby, he will be your conscience. And he will make you, not make you, he will encourage you to be healthier and you will have a better life. He could try to make you. He could sting you. (laughs) But he wouldn't. He's too nice. And he could only do it once. (laughs) Well, that's true. But sometimes once is enough for people. (laughs) He would give his life for you to just eat more oats. (laughs) If you won't listen, he'll show you why it's so important. (laughs) (laughs) That's his bully side coming out. That's from his earlier years. (laughs) Well, Kelly, is is that all the inspirational stuff you have to say? (laughs) Yes. Julie, before we ask Shelly her opinion, I need you to tell me the lightning round list that you have of bees. I seriously had like 10 things on this list, but Shelly, I'll just give you my three top other choices. All right. Okay, ready? Bees knees, the phrase. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't let me choose it. (laughs) Deseret, the uh, mascot for Utah and Uh Mormons all over the world. (laughs) And (laughs) the one I was on the fence about choosing between... Uh, B drill in this one was B Mario from Mario Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. He could dress up like a bee and has bee powers. <laughs> and he's so cute. Does he fly? He does fly for a limited time only. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Shelly. So if you, okay. if you needed more bee choices, there they are. Okay, Shelly, here's my real question is, who is the best bee in pop culture? I guess this isn't something I spend a lot of time thinking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you guys had so many options for me. I mean, the first thing that popped into my head was a story from the news not long ago, how a couple found like a huge beehive in their wall (laughs) of their house. (laughs) Those were the top bees in my mind's eye. (laughs) But are they the best bees? Probably not. No, they're not the best bees. They were just the first bees. I discarded those (laughs) mentally. (laughs) So uh, I I was listening to your guys' great points. I mean, I hadn't even thought about Beedrill, Julian, and boom. I should have I should have thought I like felt guilty about not thinking about Beedrill. Why? <laughs> Technically I didn't think of Beedrill either. Yeah, you both should feel guilty. The only person <laughs> in this whole world who shouldn't is Jack Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> and I do love Beedrill. He's a great Pokemon to have in my gang of Pokemon <laughs> in Pokemon Go. Um he's really really tough and huge and i had never thought about him being a bodyguard but he's got a lot of great qualifications except for i don't know if i'd want my bodyguard to kill and eat people (laughs) that he protects me from (laughs) that seems a little harsh well that's just for you then the bee girl from the blind melon music video hadn't known anything about her so thank you holly for bringing her to into my sphere because um now i can be inspired just like pearl jam 
Art begets art. What can I say? Me and Pearl Jam. I've always thought we were, you know, two of a kind. So um, so now I'm ready to be inspired by B Girl. Uh, and as for Buzz B, he was the second B I thought of after the bees in the wall of yeah. the people's <laughs> Because I um, have been eating a lot of Honey Nut Cheerios lately because I do have high cholesterol. And he has been reminding me <laughs> to eat more oat-based products, lots of fiber. Oh, good. Uh, so, so he was – he was also in my in my short short list of bees because <laughs> the other bee I could think of right off the top of my head was the bee from the bee movie. But guess what? I done never seen that movie. <laughs> so all I had as a reference was there is a bee movie with a bee, but I don't know what he does or why he's there. <laughs> so it really wasn't it wasn't a good a good choice. But as I kept thinking, there is a bee. That I I enjoy, and it is Bumblebee, the superhero. <laughs> yeah, what? I didn't even think about. She's it. from the DC universe. Uh, she was introduced in a Teen Titans comic long ago, and she's been on Teen Titans the show and Teen Titans Go. Um, she's really, and she's like on Superhero Friends. She's all over the place. Huh. Wait, Bumblebee's a girl? Yes, mind blown. She's really cute. She was she is heralded as DC's first black female superhero. She's really cool. She's really cute. She's got great powers. She can shrink. She can shoot energy blasts. She can fly. She's smart. <laughs> and she's very funny on Teen Titans Go. She's very funny and she's very cool. Like she seems like a cool girl to hang out with. <laughs> and she like she started like depending on what show or what thing you're reading. She sometimes is a bad guy, but then always like leaves or acts as a double agent and works with the good guys. So she's like brave and cool. And she just is pretty awesome. So she's my favorite bee in pop culture. That is so good, Shelly. I thought you were saying Bumblebee like the Transformer, and I was like, I don't think I can allow that, so I'm glad that it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> no, and I mean, she's not actually a bee. Like, it's not like she was stung by a, you know, bee and then turned into a superhero bee. <laughs> but but, but she, she's, that's her name, Bumblebee, so. Oh, Shelly, that's a really good choice for you. I thought that Beedrill was in the bag. Oh, yeah, you know, Beedrill... That's why I felt so guilty. I just felt like that was an obvious choice. Now, when you say guilty, do you really mean guilty? <laughs> I feel like I've betrayed my love of Pokemon. Go. Guilty, guilty. <laughs> uh, yep. But yeah, Shell, you came to that so fast. I'm so proud. Thanks. I mean, there's not, I don't know a lot of other bees. <laughs> I was trying to think and. My list is literally like only your guys' bees you mentioned, and then the ones I mentioned just now, the bees in the house, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then Bumblebee. <laughs> so really, not a long list. It's not like the Muppets where there's like eight zillion Muppets to choose from. <laughs> Shelly, thank you so much for telling us your opinion on the best bee in pop culture, and I think everyone did a great job, especially Ellen Weatherford, who gave a great topic someday 
when the world has has chilled out a little bit, maybe we'll we'll uh, circle back to just bees in general. <laughs> <laughs> Pro or con bees? <laughs> yes, but for now, I like where our heads are at. And speaking of where heads are at, it is time for our segment. Holly goes outside. Hey, what am I doing out here? It has everything that I really fear. It has no walls. It has no fans. It has nothing for my hands to do. I don't want to be outside, but here I am. I'm really outside. And what will you think when I go outside? Holly goes outside. And in the segment, Holly Goes Outside, I share with my sisters uh, uh, an audio diary of me trying to be outside this spring and summer. (laughs) It is hard, but luckily it's actually a little bit easier this last week because uh, going outside for a walk on the nature paths uh, by our house is literally the only time we ever walk out of our four walls. So (laughs) it's actually good. Wow, that's shocking to hear. You say outside is good. <laughs> I know. Oh, who am I? Who who am I? But <laughs> oh, no. we've been going on family walks and on uh, a recent walk this week, something special happened. Oh. Oh dear. And now I will be putting this audio into your ears. Ready. Steady. Go. Hello, it is me, Holly, and I'm here with Jack and Lucy, and we were taking a walk in the evening, and we were walking next to a little stream, and guess what? We saw a little beaver. Jack, if you could put your uh, responses in three words or less, what would it be? Beaver, beaver, beaver. (laughs) Lucy? (laughs) Very, very, very cute. That's four words. You're disqualified. (laughs) Anyways... (laughs) There were fish too. There are fish. There were were fish in a different pond, but now I just wanted to say I've never encountered a beaver in the wild. It was very cute and and little. And thank you for this opportunity, uh, nature. Beavers can get very big. And uh, it went, it disappeared into mud. It turned into mud. Magic beavers here (laughs) in Utah. (laughs) Goodbye. Wow. That's so That's so exciting. That is so exciting. Uh, We basically blew out our own minds with joy at this beaver. (laughs) Especially a magic beaver. Did you try and go pet it? No, uh, because it was in like a little tiny stream that like the banks are quite steep. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were on like the path kind of above it. And then the, the stream is down kind of to the side below it. Oh, okay. And we thought it was a duck because usually that's the only things we've been seeing in there because they're like uh, brown, you know, kind of like dappled sort of ducks. And, uh, but then we were like, wait a second. And it was, it was like, uh, the body of it was maybe the size of a foot long hot dog. Who knows how long that actually is. (laughs) (laughs) And then the tail was like probably about half of that. And, and it was so cute. And I was trying to get video of it. And then it, uh, it like turned into a little like mud tunnel Ooh. that it had so it did turn into mud <laughs> yes <laughs> and it was the craziest thing i've ever seen out in the wild by myself then again i'm not out in the wild very often so i have a very <laughs> low ceiling no i i also would have like 
geeked out about seeing a beaver. That would be very exciting. And guess what? There were tons of people on the path that we kept a six foot uh, distance away, but they probably did not enjoy our like madman rambling. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Jack was like repeating everything you were saying to at the beginning. Oh, you'll never believe the talking to he got after we were done. <laughs> <laughs> hey you're only 11 once (laughs) and that lucy was disqualified (laughs) i mean she knew the rules so it's only fair (laughs) but i just thought that you guys would like to know that i went outside and saw a magical wild beaver has it changed you forever and now do you love being outside all the time uh suffice it to say that let me just tell you, uh, self-quarantining is going pretty well for me. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's thriving. You're going to kill Julie. Uh, our podcasting friend, uh, Brian Perry, <laughs> messaged me and said, we are all indoor kids on this blessed day. And I thought that was so funny. Uh, that's very good. So this has been our segment, Holly Goes Outside. Hey, what am I doing out here? It has everything that I really fear. It has no walls. It has no fans. It has nothing for my hands to do. I don't want to be outside, but here I am. I'm really outside. And what will you think when I go outside? Holly Goes Outside. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us. We truly are so happy that we could hang out with you and you could hang out with us. And honestly, that we could hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Uh, my husband tried to convince me to stay downstairs with him this evening and smooch with him. And I said, I want to go talk to my friends. <laughs> so uh, so there's that. And uh, Shelly Gang, if you would like to catch up on some old episodes, if you weirdly have found some time on your hands um, where you want to listen to something that's kind of like chill and cool and you will not learn a dang thing and I can promise that (laughs) I would say it's low stress but it's very high stress for me (laughs) so hopefully low stress for you to listen to (laughs) that's true Uh, You can visit our website shellyhasopinions.com that is S-H-E-L-L-E-Y hasopinions.com there you can find all of our old episodes or you can find our old episodes i think up like the past hundred episodes or whatever on apple podcasts or stitcher or spotify or any podcatcher that you may use and honestly i think it would be a good idea if you listen to some that you think are probably low stress and then you turn it on and find out that shelly has like a panic of uh major proportions that's very funny (laughs) (laughs) shelly we love you or maybe guilt about forgetting my friend a pokemon Who knows? The, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> Shelly, Shelly, Beedrill forgives you. Just- Aww. <laughs> Aww. I'm glad he won't kill me any. <laughs> uh, also, Shelly gang, you can find us and so many family-friendly podcasts that are good for all family members at the Podicon Go podcast network 
of social disasters. <laughs> if you go to podicongo.com, you can find podcasts with uh, storytelling for smaller children with chill, cool uh, podcasts about uh, carn- carnivorous speedrills. <laughs> Actually, there's a couple podcasts like that on the network, although I don't I don't think on uh, Postcards from Pearl they talk too much about the carnivorous aspects. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. Uh, but yeah, Shelly Gang, go to podicongo.com. They have so many great podcasts for you and your family to listen to while everyone is just kind of like trying to do their own thing. Cause I'm sure that's where everyone is now. Uh, just trying to be in separate corners of the house. Although my son, Jack Flanagan, the oft mentioned on this episode, uh, made me give him like four hugs before I came up to record the podcast. (laughs) 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 So, uh, mostly Shelly gang, we just want you to come back. I am going to be putting out another social media call for submissions. We still have a lot of good ones, but I figure since everyone's just chilling uh, at home, maybe it, it would get some good uh, juices flowing. Let B-Girl be your muse. <laughs> <laughs> you too could submit at, like Ellen Weatherford. She did such a great job, and I'm proud of her. You did it. You did it. Uh, and, and no one else did it. Not even who else? No one. Uh, her, not even her co-host Christian, who is also her husband. He definitely <laughs> didn't do it. But you know what I do uh, in times like these? I um, think about that magical beaver, and that really helps me a lot. <laughs> you do whatever gets you through. You know, <laughs> you find inspiration where you can. <laughs> I just wish I'd found it indoors. You want a beaver in your house? I was about to say, that would have been more mind-blowing. You'll never guess whose children asked if beavers are uh, tameable so we could have it as a pet. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. I love you. Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you? Are you looking for high quality, family friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicongo is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit PodiconGo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Potacon Go!